This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Tuesday, November 8, 2022. I'm Mark Balaja. Students have the right to education, and educators have the right to decent working conditions. Governments must act now to protect these rights from the worsening impacts of climate change. That is David Edwards, the General Secretary of Education International. EI is the Global Union Federation which represents teachers and other educators around the world. It has 32 million members in 172 countries. Mr. Edwards spoke while world leaders were at the UN Climate Change Conference, known as COP27, in Egypt. The conference is scheduled to run from November 6th to 18th, 2022. Unionists participating in the conference are demanding action from their political leaders. As world leaders debate the fate of humanity at COP27, teachers stand with students to demand bold action to cut carbon emissions and address the climate emergency. While the solution to the crisis is complex, education is a critical part of any effective strategy. Climate action starts in our classrooms. Active citizenship and sustainable lifestyles start in our classrooms. Green jobs start in our classrooms. Our Teach for the Planet campaign advocates for the key role education has to play in addressing the climate crisis. The world needs quality climate education based on science and with a civic action focus embedded across the curricula. This is the only way to ensure that all students understand the climate crisis, but also know what they can do to address it from the essential elements of sustainable living to the power of civic action and mobilization. A just transition to a green economy cannot happen without education. We need to transform our education systems to prepare students for the green jobs of the future. And that means investing in education and working with the teaching profession. The climate crisis is having a severe impact on the whole education sector. In September, 22,000 schools were destroyed by floods in Pakistan, and this is just one example. Floods, droughts, heat waves, hurricanes, and other extreme climate events disrupt education every day. Students have the right to education, and educators have the right to decent working conditions. Governments must act now to protect these rights from the worsening impacts of climate change. And as more vulnerable people are pushed into poverty, their education is a risk. If a little girl has to walk for miles to fetch water because the well close to home dried up, her right to education is at risk. As more families lose their livelihoods to climate change and struggle to provide for their children, school dropout and child labor will reach terrifying new heights. As we fight climate change, we must also defend human rights. The right to education, the right to decent work, but also the right to unionize, to organize, to protest for climate justice, to fight for a just transition and a sustainable future. Civil society and the massive protests for climate action around the world are the main drivers for government action. We must defend these rights and keep the pressure up until we get results. The clock is ticking. We must use all the tools at our disposal to meet this greatest challenge of our time. 
Education is fundamental. Educators are on the front lines of the climate crisis, and they are key to the solution. So we must invest in teachers, in their training and continuous professional development, in ensuring education infrastructure is resilient to climate impacts, and in our public education systems as a whole. And we must involve teachers as stakeholders in discussions surrounding climate action and the crucial project of shifting to a low-carbon world. As education professionals, we know what quality climate education means and how we can achieve it. And that's it. Labor news you can use. You can listen to our daily newscasts and features at radiolabor.net. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.